0: Welcome to Here Come the Sequels, a full spoiler podcast where we take a look at popular film franchises one movie at a time. I'm Tyler, and I'm the Blue
1: Now Dog. I'm in, mean, I'm Alex. Dabu dabu dai, it's Britain, and mm-hmm. that kind of that's that's a little uh, Easter egg, a little teaser suggesting what today's film's going to be. <laughs> Guys, we... you know what else is a is a, is a teaser? It's the title of the podcast. That's true we we've hood, we've hoodwinked him a few times that's true you know, should
0: we this time tyler should, should, tyler somebody should
1: is listening
2: I... to the massive here come the sequels playlist a set list if you will and they've mm-hmm. got it on random <laughs> and it's just you never know you never know that's, what you're gonna that, get. Listen, they're in their
0: mind palace that
1: stresses me out because they're gonna hear very different versions of us
0: <laughs> that's true why is why there's, is just going to be <laughs> several iterations of uh, your quality, quality may and vary <laughs> <laughs> and commentary quality mm-hmm.
1: uh yeah we uh we're we're doing something a little different here on hdts colon the road to 300 um mm-hmm. it all led to this we decided to watch a movie <laughs> were you guys okay real talk were you guys intimidated to do this movie for the podcast cuz i did get a little bit intimidated oh.
0: A little, and I still am. Yeah, same. Um, we are, I sh- I'll go ahead and, and say it, we are talking, I'll speak it into existence, <laughs> we are talking about Three Colors Blue, uh, the first in the Three Colors Trilogy, <laughs> which is something that we have always, like, joked about doing. right. Uh, just just diving in and seeing what happens because it, it's not a real franchise
2: this is the <laughs> loosest <Yeah>. most thin <laughs>
1: example of a franchise you could it, think the thematic of. But trilogy of films as as we've always
0: said there are three of them and that is what counts <laughs> unless it's the case of dune in which case sure. dune. Uh, or Game of Thrones, in which case, <laughs> yeah, I mean, we
2: we broke we we technically broke the rules a long ago. I think a, at one point we did say it has to be all American relief <laughs> or something like did that. Really? Wow, yeah,
1: yeah. Well, mm. well, here I would we also here we say are. that this movie has we've officially run out. I of I believe ice. this trilogy does have <laughs> recurring characters across the films. Like I believe that some of the protagonists of the next film make like small appearances in this one. which is more than the Cornetto trilogy has. And we've also talked about doing that. So, but we feel, I feel at least less intimidated talking about Edgar Wright's movies than I do about, yeah,
0: well, the Cornetto
1: trilogy. There's a lot,
0: there's a lot to to kind of break
2: apart in those movies though.
1: Very true.
0: (laughs) But those are, those are ultimately, there's, there's a lot of humor there and this is a very, what are you talking about? I was laughing I was laughing I, through the whole thing. I did say I believe three colors of white, which we'll do next week. Mm-hmm. I think it's the second one. Uh is I think part comedy or or like a drama comedy. So Okay. We'll uh see how that goes. Um, see how that translates, I guess, uh across languages and you know, time, the ancient uh nineties or when these were made. Well yes. uh,
2: guys, I just after we got through Eternals, which is just like this wonderful, really ambitious work of art. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, we
1: gotta, we gotta jump on this, man. We gotta really experiment out yeah. here. Well I, well, I think we also—I thought you were gonna go the other direction and say we needed something more like accessible.
2: No, we needed something more restrained than Eternals, which is why we cut the runtime
1: in yeah. half. That's <laughs> we true. all thought blue <laughs> stood for the kind of color this movie would appeal to, and maybe <laughs> it will. You know, I don't know. Uh,
0: yeah, I. I feel like. This is I. I well during while well, watching the movie, and then I'll stop on this tangent, and we can actually get into the, the best and worst things about Three Color Blue. <laughs> I guess. Um, if there while, was ever a movie where it's just like, I think we can just ditch that. Maybe, maybe <laughs> we do. I don't know. I um, mean, it's that in Shrek. That yeah. <laughs> in Shrek. Uh, but. Uh, where was it going with that? Oh, uh, halfway through the movie, there is a point where I was thinking, you know, when was the last time we did something that didn't have an action sequence of some point? Mm. And then, of course, there was like a fist fight on the street. So immediately, it was like, I can't even escape. It. <laughs> um, but I don't know when the last time we did something that didn't have like. Some sort yeah. of Cause even like, action-oriented choreography. Yeah, even like
1: Pitch Perfect. <laughs> yeah. had, like the boat escape Some in the third it. one.
0: Yeah. I don't
2: know. Uh, I'm thinking Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage.
0: Venom 2 did not have any action. That's, yeah, true. that's true.
1: Correct. Only only movement. So that's
0: why I didn't like it. <laughs> Ven- Venom 2 only had dance. <laughs> <laughs> only had grace.
1: <laughs> and, and elegance. Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, uh, while Alex gets the scores ready, I'll give you a little synopsis of the film, or film, um, of -hmm. Three Colors Blue. Julie is haunted by her grief after living through a tragic auto wreck that claimed the life of her composer husband and young daughter. Her initial reaction is to withdraw from her relationships, lock herself in her apartment, and suppress her pain but avoiding human interactions on the bustling streets of Paris proves impossible as she eventually meets up with Olivier, an old friend who harbors a secret love for her and who could draw her back to reality, or réalité. Yep, I'm going to be that guy on the show. What? A
0: secret <laughs> secret love. Yeah,
1: secret in that she knew it. They, they do
0: have sex in the first 20 minutes. Yeah,
1: when she calls him, she says, Are you still in love with me? And he's like, Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait wait <laughs> she's like <laughs> yeah. all right come over here um
0: this is if if, if anyone is not aware a French film mm-hmm. uh so subtitles yeah so, not not our first nice.
1: international subtitled release though that was Gojira.
0: right so that so we
1: we did ease our way out of out of our uh, uh our bubble with a giant monster
0: mm-hmm.
2: well I mean also, I mean, Eternals is an American release, but half of that movie is subtitles as
0: well. Yeah. A good good okay, bit of subtitles then. in there.
2: I like when movies use subtitles because I have them on regardless.
0: Also, <laughs> yeah. Also, uh, Godfather. Oh, sure. Yeah. Marlon Brando. <laughs> yeah.
1: Titles. Isn't Godfather Part 2 like half in Italian or an, if not more? It actually might be. I was thinking
0: of that as like the last time we tried to do something like this, we did... Uh, the Man with No Name Trilogy and the Godfather Trilogy, gotcha. uh, which I believe was in the Britainless mm-hmm. years when we were wandering the... <laughs> wandering the, the little waste. deserts.
2: Yes. Um, we were doing the, the... Whatever it's called, the worm dance or whatever
0: it <laughs> is <laughs> not Dune. Sand
1: dance. It's not hard. There you go. <laughs> so sand, sandwalk, oh, yeah, because that's walk. so... That's so
0: sandwalk. much... Yeah. <laughs> that's so much more serious. They were sand walking. <laughs> it was not Venom 2. Alex, <laughs> what... or Tell us things about this movie.
2: Uh sure. So, Three Colors Blue, the start of the epic uh franchise <laughs> from um I guess uh, 1993 is the original release and I I don't know if that's in America or if that's just kind of worldwide. I don't yeah. know. Um directed by Krzysztof uh Kieślowski. Britain, I get that yeah, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh the spelling on that is much more complicated than it needs to be. Uh, Mm -hmm. but we'll Well, blame we'll blame me for that one (laughs) i'm not gonna blame poland for the way that they spell things (laughs) the
0: polish people task for their spellings
2: you know what my (laughs) name's four letters (laughs) well i mean
1: that's not true your full your full name has probably about the same number i'm gonna
2: it's fine it's fine everything's (laughs) fine blue has a 98 percent critic score on rotten tomatoes and a 93 percent audience score I was genuinely surprised by the audience score. I figured it would be a bit more polarizing. For sure. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. But all all two reviews. um, I would like to start with best things and worst things. um, Just because I I don't have a whole lot to say. Um, I think the movie, coming into this, I I mean, I I think I I can speak, at least for myself and Tyler Britton, I don't know what your familiarity familiarity is um, with uh, this set of movies. I mean, I, I... you haven't seen it. No, right? no. I've heard about them, oh, but I haven't
1: actually seen them.
2: Yeah. So basically I understood French cinema three movies they're thematically linked. Yeah. That's that's kind of all I knew about it. So um all three of us are coming in with very limited knowledge on this. So if you happen to be listening and you're like you're fully on board with French cinema and you know like everything <laughs> there is to know Yeah. That's this is probably not the conversation for you. Um that being said, I did really like the movie. Um, the, you know, 95-minute runtime was was a nice uh, reprieve from a lot mm-hmm. of the longer films that we've had to watch. Um, but I was kind of worried going into this that it was just going to be a weird, surrealist, art house, I don't actually know what's happening kind of movie. Um, and it would be the type of thing where you have to look online for an explanation as to what's going on. And I'm sure, you know... Britton, I know you've done at least a little bit of research on thematically um, what's going on. Uh, but in terms of just basic plot and character, I understood what was happening. It was very simplistic on that level. I thought it was very effective and it had just enough plot to keep me hooked. But it didn't have so much that it got in the way of the moodiness of it. Yeah. And just, you know, we're you know it's just kind of a character piece where Juliet Binoche's character just kind of, wandering around in grief mm-hmm. and i really just like that fine line where it's it's simplistic but it's not too simplistic um if that makes any sense and for worse things i honestly don't really have anything at this point maybe i'll come up with something but i it's it's hard to really it's, it's hard to really pick apart a movie like this because it's yeah, just
0: yeah. it it just kind of works <laughs> i don't know <laughs> i think yeah i think I would agree that I don't really have a thing, a worse thing to point to, because the so I feel like the closest I've come to watching anything like this is like David Lynch films, sure. um, because there's that element of, uh, not <laughs> do notwithstanding, uh, because there's <laughs> that element of presenting things very flatly and very intentionally, and in in a way that really <clears throat> lets the performances like kind of shine through um you know it's it's not about necessarily the big grand visuals or or you know making things that are really epic in scope or or scale it's it's about like being very very intimate and not in a way that's using super tricky camera work it's just very effective camera work um i don't know the movie just feels so intentional like it, it feels like if you have anything you didn't like about it it's it's taste it's like this was a thing that you know for you you don't like to see that in movies or don't weren't you know really feeling the atmosphere at that moment or the the thematic i guess significance uh it it doesn't feel like a thing where you can point to and be like man they they totally goofed up with that plot hole (laughs) that (laughs) happened uh because that's not what it's about It, it is it's a character study of and it's it's really sitting there and letting you feel what Julie's feeling um I agree, no worse thing. <laughs> I don't know I think my best thing would be uh i I feel like the way the movie weaves in the score uh and the the idea being that her. Uh, dead husband was in the midst of composing the score, and she was always helping him, if not outright writing pieces of the all the music he was composing. She was taking tons of notes on and like making corrections for him. Um, and she he had this big final piece that's supposed to be for the unification of of Europe. Uh, and that was supposed to be like a a huge thing that they got him for, and that that was like a big deal that he was doing that. Uh, and the fact that she is like, nope, I'm throwing that away, tying that in with how she's saying basically being close to anybody is terrible and I hate it. And I'm never going to have another close relationship again because I got so I have so much trauma that I am just completely ignoring from this accident that happened that that killed my family. um, And so that be those two parallel things of like the what she's feeling, and what she's going through, tying in with uh that score being unfinished and her refusing to complete it and and the way that the theme keeps playing throughout whenever she's thinking about like do i go through with getting closer to somebody do i break my kind of isolated bubble and actually reach out to somebody and uh try to reconnect with society in some way like that i think is really effective and really interesting of like there's this huge grand scale thing of the idea of the unification of, of a, a region of, of a bunch of peoples coming together for like a common good and that being reflected in the, in the score and how that parallels the journey she's going on individually, just as a person living in society, like that's, that's super brilliant. And immediately it's what kind of stood out to me. There's a few scenes where she's like thinking over a decision and the screen will just go black and play the score. Yeah, Yeah. And it's like very effective to make you sit there and, and think and like feel just what she's feeling in that moment uh, before it fades back in and we see what she actually reacts to. It's it's very cool. Uh, that's my review of Three Colors of Blue. Very cool. It's very cool. Whoa! What a good film. <laughs> no, but it, it generally is beautiful. Yeah. It's it's really brilliant in the way it does that. Yeah, I was
1: I was reading the IMDb trivia and they were talking about how Kieslowski has said that those fade outs with the score were. Because for time isn't actually passing that much, but for her time is standing yep. still because she's like being brought back to those moments, and the music underscores all that. It's really, it's really smart. Yeah, I am. Is that is that all yours, Tyler? Yep. Yeah, yeah. I, I I know that I'm the one on the podcast who talks about like watching international movies and everything. Um, I still get like intimidated talking about them sometimes because I think one of the things about talking about movies is that everybody's afraid of not sounding as smart as the, sure. the other the people that they read or listen to and like we're all I, I don't know i certainly get afraid of like oh i i don't i don't think i caught that on my own like am i missing something am i not? oh my goodness and we we do this spiritually in america with things that aren't from america it's like oh therefore it's like Better, it's mm-hmm. like a higher echelon of craft because it's subtitled. It's like a you're you're more intelligent because you consume it or something. And there's obviously a lot of merit to consuming things outside your culture, but I always have to remember to like de-intimidate myself from these. Like, it's a movie, dude. Mm-hmm. Just like it's a movie. Just watch it, figure it out, go with it. um And so that said, like my best thing is just gonna be Juliette Binoche. Uh, she's really good in this, and it's a performance that if you're not like focusing on her it doesn't seem like she's doing very much but it's a very like present performance it's very active it, it, it's it's not active in the sense that it's dynamic and she's not like waving her arms around and like wailing mm-hmm. but i remember there's a scene where she's talking to olivia i think when he comes over um to to hook up um <laughs> they're talking and he says something about loving her having always been in love with her and it's such a good moment. Uh, it's, the, it's on her face. And like, as an actor, she's clearly like so present and so in it, but the character has this like emptiness in her eyes that she's so, she's like detaching from that conversation yep. as it's happening. And it was just, and maybe this is me projecting, but I just thought it was really impressive mm-hmm. that, that she balanced those two things. And like, I've seen Juliette Binoche in like chocolat and clouds of Sils Maria, which is great. And a couple other things and Godzilla, um, <laughs> uh three equal films um mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that i might have listed in in increasing love or order of how much i like them uh, but it was nice to see one of her like this is one of the classic juliette Benoche performances one of her her big movies and i thought she just like really sold it and the, like I said, these are the kind of performances i think that can feel easy because you just have to like look sad and not do much yep. not quote unquote do much but she's always on it and she's always in it and it's just, it's just really great great acting as far as the worst thing there were these baby mice that like kind of grossed me out <laughs> mostly because at first I was like are those real? like I don't think this movie is going to have animatronics <laughs> like yeah, but then I went oh no those are like okay. real baby mice and then I was like that's very French to me <laughs> then, <laughs> Sure. This has real baby mice. And I, maybe I wasn't grossed out so much as I was just concerned for them. <laughs> that like, are they, Are what did what happened after they cut the film? Like, are they, do they just mm-hmm. go, okay, and then walk away? <laughs> <laughs> Come debitude and leave? Like, I don't know.
0: Yeah. That was an interesting sequence. In
1: but I liked how it kind of mirrored like she has the thing where she goes to see her mom who has dementia and thinks is her sister. And you get this thing of, Oh, she was scared of mice as a child. But I also read it as she's seeing a mother take care of children. And that's like adding to it for her. Yeah. Um, mm. That she has all, and there's like, similarly, there's all these sequences of her like going swimming. And then the time she has to like, I got to get out of here and leave is when all the kids come in to swim. Who are wearing right in right. red swimsuits, just pointing it out. Mm. Um, but yeah i thought that was uh i thought that was interesting well, i even like the
2: scene i think it's right before that where she's um her uh friend from across the hall who was almost kicked out of the yeah. apartment building because she uh she uh solicits men um, yeah, I have a question about that but continue yeah but uh and she works at a strip club um uh there's just a very human interaction where uh, julia pinoche is like i'm i'm scared to go back to my apartment because there's rats there um or like I, I maybe this is after she sent the cat in to take them out right <laughs> um and she's like i can't i can't go back there and her friend is just like give me the key i will go take care of it for you like that just yeah. felt like a very normal human interaction that I feel like we just don't get in just normal three-act mm-hmm. structure sure. type films. Um, yes. It's just hard. Sometimes it's hard when, you know, you. a lot of times you just, It's particularly for blockbusters, you have to stick so much to just the normal formula. You can't, it's hard to squeeze in human moments like yeah. that. And even if, I, I could see like, if this was being made in the, the, uh, at least the american
1: studio system people will be going why do we why is this whole subplot with rats and whatnot cut right, it right you know, and, and even uh on that same note the um the homeless man with his recorder um yeah that mm-hmm. interaction is really lovely and also the best i've ever heard a recorder sound <laughs> by the way <laughs> that was beautiful
2: i i did look at that and be like i played a recorder in fifth grade this is just embarrassing <laughs> <laughs> hot cross buns never s- just sounded so smooth and by that i mean i was i was surrounded by the other kids in my class who were also playing recorder so i'm like what's the barest minimum of work i have to do to make it seem like i'm playing but all the other sound is drowning sure. me
1: out sure. <laughs> i love that you were like the bad boy of your music class It's <laughs> like i'm, I'm not no, gonna I was do just... that much Put put my feet see, up see on, the, on the. See you say bad drums. boy.
2: I just say have. I have no musical skills whatsoever. Well, maybe
1: if you spent more time practicing your recorder and less. Mm-hmm. I was too busy playing rock band on the drums. And less time <laughs> dreaming up corporate plots in Batman movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure. One of the things that I wondered, what? so so the, there's there's this woman who Julie befriends, and she first sees this woman going into another tenant's apartment clearly or no leaving after they've had sex. And then the, I guess the landlord comes So, so the interpretation that I got is that woman slept with the landlord's husband. And that. That was, that was my interpretation. I might've gotten wrong because so then when the landlord comes to Juliet Binoche, he's like, we're all signing a petition to get the lady to leave.
0: I don't know if that was the landlord. I think. Oh, just like a concerned
1: lady oh okay. yeah, i well but but because in it be uh, in that conversation Juliette binoche says your husband gave me the key to let myself back yes. in so maybe that maybe the husband is the landlord
0: no the the husband gave her a towel oh think, okay okay is
1: what the idea was or a blanket yeah, yeah, sorry yeah. a blanket okay, so that okay. she could
0: yeah it was basically like Juliette binoche i feel like we should explain that whole scene because that's there's a lot to unpack there alex did you have something
2: Oh, so well, as part just a breakdown of the scene, I thought yeah. the lady was entering her apartment, and then the guy was following her.
1: May, may, okay. Yeah, oh, I think. Maybe.
0: So I think, yeah. Basically, what happens is that there's the the scene I mentioned earlier where there's a fight on the yeah. street, and Juliette Binoche sees this, and then here's the guy that was getting beat up, like running into the building to try and find somewhere to escape mm-hmm. into, uh, and is like knocking around on doors, and then she it like this is like I think one of the first times where it really focuses on her looking blue and like it's it's anytime it's showing blue, it's it seems to be really highlighting this is a decision that's going to impact whether or not she stays isolated. Right. like this is this is about her, like, am I actually going to overcome my grief and like reach out to somebody? And so she waits forever after the guy knocks on her door and then she walks outside and then the guy is gone, but the wind blows her door shut. And then uh, the she sees what is the name of her friend? Do we know?
1: It I feel like I should. It's not know. Dominique, or is it? No, okay. I
0: don't think so. I could be wrong because
1: Dominique is the main character of the is next it movie. Sandrine, I think it might be Sandrine. Uh, there is also a
0: Dominique. San- Sandrine, I believe, is her husband's mistress. I could be wrong. Okay.
1: Okay. Then it might be Dominique. Okay, maybe is... it's Dominique. I don't know. Yeah, that's Ju- sure. Let's go. Julie with that. Delpy uh, plays Dominique. I know that much. Yeah. Uh,
0: so she sees her go into another apartment, or go into an apartment. Yes, yeah, she knocks on um the door of a guy, mm-hmm. uh beside her apartment. She goes into her apartment, and the guy comes out and goes into her room. Uh, but he sees Juliette Binoche as he's walking in. And then he like closes the door and then he gets he, he opens it again and lays a blanket out for her, I believe. Huh. Um so that she's able to like not be freezing the entire night, I guess. Uh and then yeah, that guy's wife comes up to be like, Hey, uh, we're trying to kick this lady out. <laughs> uh yeah, so that's I think just that whole sequence, there's so much going on there of like people, you know, showing human moments yeah. to another person and, and trying to be kind to another person and like you you get so much about how the fact that Julie is like it's not my business I don't I don't yeah. care like leave it alone
2: <laughs> her being detached and not wanting to get involved earned her a friend
1: mm-hmm.
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah. It, it's uh, like in a, a like a telltale video game where you think like oh I, 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 taking this action is going to help things no 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 it has the opposite effect. <laughs> Delphine will remember Zumi this. Julie earned the power of friendship. <laughs> Sandrine will remember this. She pulls yeah. out a blue sword. But yeah, well, because yeah. all of this led to the <laughs> woman accusing her friend of being a, a loose woman and a, essentially a sex worker. She, We let her know that she is a, a stripper. But I was like, does she mean that she's literally a prostitute or is she just calling her that in a derisive way because she's... Willing to have unmarried sex or something. And I was like, first of all, this is France. (laughs) True. I've never been to France. I don't know what they do over there.
0: The movie is about emotional liberty. Very true.
1: That's very true. Yeah. So this movie, we should also point out these movies are like, it's a thematic thing. Uh, The trilogy addresses the three elements of the French motto freedom, equality, brotherhood. In that order. Mm -hmm. So this is, so they have a lot of like, I mentioned like the little hints of white and red this is a technique would that would be employed by the marvel cinematic universe uh mm-hmm. when you would see like a a bird in the background and be like ah vultures coming i see and when uh
0: captain america shows up he's he's got blue white and red exactly. and that's, he's he is embodying liberty fraternity and equality.
1: yeah uh joe johnston uh loves three colors and I hope I bet so. He does, you know. When I he probably sure when he. I was storyboarding Jurassic Park three, I <laughs> <laughs> I returned um. to the sequence. <laughs> you know, in a way, d- uh, T Rexes are basically uh, t- I don't know little baby naked rats. <laughs> can yeah. we get some joke about Fifty Shades of Grey in here? I think we can somehow work that in. Eh, eh, but would we want yeah. to? It's not 2009 <laughs> or whenever that That's was. True. All right, it was look, probably later. Maybe. All right,
2: look, time me on this. We've got probably half an hour <laughs> left of, of things to talk about this episode, Britain. You've got time to try and figure out a joke for that. Oh, No. There you go.
0: There you go.
1: Uh, <laughs> but I will say, so yeah. Well, I, please go ahead, uh, Tyler.
0: Well, I was gonna say, I'm I'm glad I looked up like just that base. I didn't try to do too much digging yeah. before him, but I was kind of like, what does uh, like I know these are based on something. Which one is this? And apparently... the director's uh description or idea was that it's based on emotional liberty not so much societal or um political Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. liberty like it's about like being emotionally free which i think gave me i'm glad i read that because i think it gave me an interesting feeling for it especially early on where it's not just like grief it's it's also she is trying to be totally separate and therefore be in control of like have total freedom over her emotions by being separated from everybody. And then that, and that I think also speaks to the, like the light fixture she has yeah kind of a recurring symbol, uh, where it's, it's blue obviously. And she's very protective of it when, uh, her friend comes in for the first time, not knowing that she's going to be her friend, uh, (laughs) and, and just starts wandering around her apartment. She, uh, touches it and you can see in julie's eyes that she is like petrified basically if somebody touching this or messing with this um it's very interesting yeah there's there's a lot going on and i don't like it's nice to watch something that's very intentional and also intentional with symbolism and also has a lot that you can interpret so that it's not just a this is my like film school 101 critique of this uh like you can take something personal out of it but also it doesn't feel like you're reaching at all I don't know I think
2: think you missed the bit where they started playing Rage Against the Machine at the end I think you missed a a key detail there
1: (laughs) we have Rage Against the
0: Machine's cover of blue
1: (laughs) (laughs) we have all the blue in the world (laughs) When I like that the, the freedom is not, oh, she's free of the, that dopey husband and that lame kid. Yeah. It's the, she feels like by the end of the movie, she feels free enough to cry and to feel her emotions. And mm-hmm. she opens her heart to the freedom of loving another person and connecting with another person. And you obviously like, there are, there is the whole reveal that her husband was having an affair and, and that confrontation with that one. Maybe that was Sandrine. Um, yes, that is okay. Sandrine um that you 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 have like you said her thought of i will be free from pain by shutting myself off but the actual freedom and healing comes with engagement and then i liked that one of the interpretations i read was if she that maybe she if she composed his music or co-composed it she did regard. She didn't take any credit for it because that gave her freedom from the public scrutiny and the yeah. the amount of attention. Obviously, she still would have had as being his wife, but was not like subject yeah, to herself. I I,
2: I did want to ask you guys about y'all's interpretation of just that plot point because it does get raised very early on with that the scene with the journalist um kind of cornering her. Uh do you guys think that she composed all of the music or do you think it was some kind of mixture or do you think it was actually more her husband and she's just kind of picking up where he left off?
1: My interpretation was that she basically wrote everything. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, kinda, I think it was, even, I definitely think she had a hand in it to some degree. Um, yeah, it's very similar to the wife, the Glenn Close movie. Um, although that's a little more direct about what happened. Um, I I feel like yeah I feel like she had she did have a hand in it because she flashes in all those fade outs they're playing music that it feels like Mm -hmm. that's not just it doesn't feel like she's remembering what he wrote it feels like either she is remembering her own work or she that that is the piece that is being composed in the moment for her or something
2: it's like mirroring her thought process
1: yeah
2: yeah I I I think the big giveaway for me was just how kind of gung-ho she was at the end when she realized that her, uh, lover, acquaintance, friend, mm-hmm. uh, however, whatever descriptor you want to use, when she found out that he was now going to, um, kind of take over composing duties and kind of finish out the rest of this. yeah, She like immediately is jumping on with all sorts of feedback and like, Oh, you need to drop this, add right, this, change right. this. I'm like, the fact that you're so on top of this, like immediately, you had to have been the one that, that came up yeah. with this. That that was my so, reading.
0: And even between that, uh, Olivier calls calls her up and is like, "Hey, uh, I'm gonna finish this piece." Yeah, and she freaks out and is being like, "No, you can't do that. That be that be wrong. Like you're not. You, how dare you?" Um. So yeah, I don't know. That's interesting. Because I I also was think, trying to figure out exactly what the movie was trying to say throughout, but I think there's also the moment where uh, he doesn't know. I feel like there's enough references to what her husband's creative process were that it seems like it was like a collaborative thing sure. because Olivia doesn't know the like memento or the mm-hmm. end that she's. I think it's the the theme that we hear throughout the movie that she has on a piece of paper that she took off the piano. Um I don't know. I don't know how much we're supposed to because she she also references uh he uh was going to use a chorus from a certain Bible passage. Right. Uh and goes to find that. So I don't know. I think it is supposed to be like clearly she's doing a lot more of the work than it seems mm-hmm. like from which is, I think, really fascinating because of the footage she sees of the funeral service where they're all just like this is such a great man. He belongs to everyone. This is, you know, like a huge tragedy. We, we hope to hear his unification theme. And so the fact that like, that's how the public's processing it. And it's just so totally different from her yeah. perspective.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was neat that she didn't, that we didn't have a sequence of her going to the funeral, but that she was, ha- cause she was still recovering, but that all of that part of it was through a, a little TV that somebody drops off at her hospital bed. Mm-hmm. Um, and that like i i thought i thought the the uh procedural parts of grief the funeral the estate sale all of that stuff is pretty dealt with pretty quickly and then yeah. cuz the the focus is on her emotions and how she's feeling um yeah
2: yeah Well, i i appreciated that very early on we get kind of the uh a pretty good mental health check with her yeah. Cause we do have the scene where she does attempt suicide Yeah, and she spits out all the pills and she tells the nurse that comes running up. She's like, I can't do it. Right. And I, I, I just appreciate that kind of firmly, firmly establishes. It's not that kind of movie. You're not going to have to be wondering like if she's about to like commit suicide in any single scene, this is about just kind of dealing with grief. It's not, yeah, we're not dealing yeah. with those types of frills or trying to make it more, I don't know. Grand isn't the right word, but, like, we're just kind of not dealing Even with more that territory.
0: <clears throat> more, like, tense. Yeah. yeah. We're, we're not really... It's not about the anticipation. It's about sitting in this with right. her.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I really, um... That whole hospital sequence when she goes and breaks the window to get in and get the pills, mm-hmm. I admit I did have a few seconds where I was like, is... Michelle Myers going to show up (laughs) because that's when I see a hospital at night. Now that's the first thing I think of. (laughs) If it's something terrible is going to happen to Octavia Spencer. This is,
0: this is what watching the Halloween franchise has taken for. I immediately was like
1: hospital scene. Oh man, she's going to get stabbed a lot. (laughs) Um. So obviously the, I I thought it was a beautifully shot movie. Obviously there's a lot of blue in it, but in a way that I thought was really pretty and it never felt like, I don't know. I never felt like, Hitting me over the head The image yeah. of the car Against the tree Is really pretty Like it's a It's a gorgeous image mm-hmm. I mean it's horrible But it's like it's a, it's a really Good looking thing And like the beginning You just see the car Driving the cameras Like behind the tire Yeah Like all of that I thought was really effective And then the boy With the skateboard Who watches it happen Like Yeah And I like that bit That he get, is able To get in touch With her somehow Through yeah. uh, To be like I thought I should Return this to
2: you, yeah, and her reaction to that is great. Where it's just like it's it's another little crack. It's yeah. it's just like oh, the facade's starting to crumble. She's starting to you know feel some emotion. She's like oh, I had completely forgotten what happened to this, huh? Yeah. Keep it. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and then
0: there's during that I'll scene, deal with also... this emotional baggage later. <laughs> <laughs> there's also the um the joke that her husband was telling. uh Antoine, I think, is the guy's name that I returns so. necklace and he yeah. like heard her husband saying the end to the punchline to a joke and so she laughs at him at remembering him saying that like yeah it's it's great how it just intersperses that here and there where it's like every now and then she there's something that she wasn't expecting that makes her feel things yeah uh it's very nice
2: i really really loved the uh confrontation. I mean it's not really a confrontation it's more just a conversation that she has with her husband's mistress mm-hmm. and I I like the reveal that no it's not a question of is this true did you you know what wh- give me the the details it's did he actually love you right um I like how once again it doesn't go to like the the normal kind of hollywood movie place of like oh they're going to get in a shouting match and you know, we gotta make a big deal out of that. It's more just, you know, we're gonna have a conversation, we're gonna break this down. Um and then that leads to her leaving the mistress her house at the end. And that was just it was it was lovely. Yeah. I was like, I I'm I should be confused as to what's going on. Why am I feeling things <laughs> for this movie? <laughs> yeah. I should not know what's happening. <laughs> You know, I need an eighteen-year-old on YouTube to explain to me what's going on in Three Colors, three <laughs> blue. colors blue." Ending explained. Question mark. Question mark. Question mark. And it's like a
1: guy with uh, a lot of hair on the top of his head and very little of it on the sides, like looking yeah. up with his hand on his it's, chin. It's red arrow with a circle around the cross necklace. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I did like that that ending montage of all the characters over the chorus to the. And they're singing the "Love Is Blind" or not? Nope. <laughs> Blind. Um, love is not. What is it? Love. Love is. Love is patient. Love is kind. Oh, That's lo- love, it. Hurts. Yeah. It love hurts. Love hurts. Yeah. They're suddenly playing <laughs> the, the song "Love Hurts."
0: I do. I do now want to try various other songs over that end credits Yes. Uh, Tyler. But,
2: Tyler, you've already mastered this art with your use of Shri- Cheryl Crow. I'm sure you'll find sure. something. <laughs> I mean, my first thought was hurt. <laughs> <laughs> um. This movie's just full of just wonderful small details that that just they're just very unique. like just the fact that her mom's in this nursing home and she doesn't she's very confused. clearly she's got you know Alzheimer's or some sort of uh, uh, memory issue. Um, but just the fact that she's watching just these weird extreme stunts mm-hmm. like people are doing like bungee jumps and and I think a guy's doing he's walking on a wire. Yeah. Um, and just contrasting that with her daughter's situation, like I, I don't know, there, that was just really, really interesting. The, the movie just makes a lot of neat choices, right. and like I said, given how some simple the movie is, like those little little flourishes are just—it's an interesting counterbalance. Right.
0: There's a there's a really crushing line of dialogue, and I'm trying to remember exactly what it is with her and her mother where her mother thinks she's her sister. Mm -hmm, Uh, and her mother, uh, like her mother thinks she's her mother. thinks Juliet. Or sorry, Julia, Julie, Julie. Yeah. There we go back on it. Uh, Her mother thinks Julie is Julie's aunt. Yeah. Uh, Oh, it's, um,
2: she's asking like, was I afraid of rats as a child? And she goes, Oh
0: no, you were never afraid of rats. Julie was horrified yeah. of that. Yeah. And the the expression on Juliet Pinochet's face is perfect. And then she's that's where she's like I have to like do something here. And so then she asks the uh the same guy who gave her the blanket, she asked for his cat. Mm. Uh and that guy is also immediately like, Alright, let's go to sleep together. And she's like, No, no, I just <laughs> cat. That's all I I just need your cat. <laughs> uh and then that's where that's what leads to her uh Getting her friend to clean up
1: after the cat uh, right. theoretically eats the mice. I also liked the bit where he's like, Here's my cat. The cat doesn't like you. And I was like, That cat does not like you. <laughs> <laughs> Julie, <laughs> I could tell. This cat is not having a good time. <laughs> yeah. Got some mice out of it. That's true. What um <laughs> what is the most similar movie to this we've done on the podcast? good question
2: i i guess the question is in in what way are we talking just like filmmaking style are we talking yeah.
1: pacing are we talking theme? yeah you know, i mean whatever david's future past is what i'm gonna say <laughs> yes i'm sure there's some way i can really it's, it's about
0: it's about grief and emotion and the blue lady's in it the and a blue lady
2: Professor X is dealing with a lot of grief in that movie. True. His
0: arc is about overcoming
2: grief. There we go. Okay,
0: done. Basically the same Excellent day the future path. Um weirdly, (laughs) my first thought when you asked that is Godfather Part 3. Okay. I haven't seen it. Because that's that's folks maybe that's just because it it also is like a female protagonist who's like going through some stuff. Um, and obviously he's a lot more somber like dating her cousin. (laughs) Sure. Uh I don't remember a whole lot about Godfather Part 3, I'll be honest. <laughs> but I do remember the feeling it gave me, sure. which was like, I think it was trying to give the kind of feeling that this movie gives. Uh, this might be a good way to put it. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know that we've done anything else that's this quiet and reflective and I mean, maybe like Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't. I, I hate that all we can the frame of reference we're using for this are all these uh varying ranges of quality but but nothing kind of on the level of of craft right that this movie has i mean uh, th- like the first godfather yeah, yeah. obviously is, is and, and godfather part 2 both are very good but they, that's a totally different vibe and it's about <clears throat> like characters and there's there's some action involved there it's it's 70s action it's not modern action right. but there is some some sequences there that are intense and, and it's about like rival gangs and things like that's, it's a lot more violent where this is sure. just a person. Like you said, the only thing we see is that car, that car wreck. Uh, and then some, some fist fighting on a street, but for the most part, it's, it's not about, I mean, there is like the only, the only real violent harm that's done to anybody is self harm on a, from julie like there's the the part where she's like bashing her her fist against a wall um or dragging it against a, a rocky wall and blooding her knuckles um yeah there's stuff like that but, which apparently yeah, was it's, it's real just,
1: apparently they were good oh, yeah geez. they were gonna get a prosthetic hand i guess or like a, a covering or something and i can't remember why it didn't happen i think Banosha was just like <laughs> ah <laughs> let's just do this and just like Went for it, yeah. Acting. A young Leonardo DiCaprio walked on set and he's like, "I dare you." <laughs> or he saw the movie and was like, "All right, you've set the bar. <laughs> this is acting. I'm gonna make an accident one day." Yeah. Um, after they, he sent the dailies of Django to Juliette Binoche with a with a letter that just said, "Your move." <laughs> <laughs> and then she was in Godzilla. Yeah. Yeah.
2: <laughs> um, I honestly think the closest that we've gotten to this is the original Rocky. Now that Interesting. I'm that That's end, a good
0: point. That's a good call. Um, and
2: obviously that movie's a lot more structured. It's a lot more about the plot and the build up to the fight, yeah. and then mm-hmm. we have a very kind of cathartic climax. Um, so in that way, it's more conventional. Yeah. But it's very much a character study, and it's very much built in those kind of small details, the smaller moments, the eccentricities yep. of the characters.
1: Um yeah, I think that's probably the closest we've gotten. Hmm. I think from an, in terms of reach, maybe not grasp, I think Joker could you could probably put in that same camp. Sure, Jokers try. Yeah. <laughs>
0: and that's what's and important. And that's what matters. Everyone I'm just glad made a, that, everyone made a movie, they got some fresh yeah. air. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's that's how they sell Joaquin Phoenix on joining a movie. They're like, it'll give you some
0: fresh air. Get, get some, you know, go, go, you know, just like, hey,
1: man, have some fun. Have some fun get out your there. Energy out. Uh, that's my new way. Every time I talk about a movie I don't like, I'm like, but you know what? Everybody got some fresh air. That's.
0: I think that's. I've gotten that from like sports. Oh. Like that's a big like when sports teams are are going out. It's like I just hope everyone has. Fun. Yeah. Exactly. You uh, know. <laughs> Uh, Todd sure. Phillips,
2: you're 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 a well well known director at this point. How would you describe your work?
1: <laughs> fresh air. <laughs> Everybody fresh gets air. out there and literally. I just, but you know, I'm, it it's just set. great that all the Jokers got involved. That's really what it is. They're all winners <laughs> when it comes down to it. Yeah. <laughs> oh my lord! That's the Oscars to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the the best actor.
0: Uh, award this year jeff goldman comes out and just it's a tie
1: because you all had fun and that's what matters Did, didn't you have fun making the tragedy of Macbeth, denzel <laughs> <laughs> didn't, wasn't that a fun time you had and andrew garfield's like I, yeah man i had a good time whatever i'm super chill <laughs> these days
0: i do it does make me think about because, again, we we can't, we we have, we don't have the language to talk about this movie yeah. the way it's supposed, the way it deserves to be sure. talked about. So it's never going to talk about it like uh, crappy blockbusters. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about our, it
2: in the same vein as, oh, I don't know, Terminator 3 yeah, that's Rise our, of the
0: Machines That's our frame of reference. Um, <laughs> it, it does, it does make me think, like, A, I think there is genuinely something really interesting that could be done as a response to this because it is red, white, and blue. And that's like also the American colors. Mm. Like somebody can make a response to this. That's, that's very interesting, but that's not what's going to happen. <laughs> if anyone ever touches these movies that obviously we've got two more to go to, but like, I, I'm just imagining what is the worst way you could, the worst and most realistic way you could try to do some sort of remake American remake of this. Ooh. Well, let's see
2: um, uh transformers one, two, and three. How can we make that sure red, white, and blue?
0: <laughs> well, I'm thinking of, I don't know. I feel bad because I think with with something like this, it would all be about the casting and directors sure. being bad, <laughs> which I don't want to
1: necessarily... Yeah, yeah.
0: Like, be be mean, but... Uh, but yeah,
1: but in the sense of, like, how, how could you make... Like, what what's the bad American version of this? Yes. Yeah. I mean, I feel like it would be... Honestly, I, well, maybe it would be, like, a limited series that ends up having, like, four seasons... <laughs> you know what i mean
0: that's so much worse than i was
1: thinking <laughs> that's very and good. it would just be it would be that but it, and we kind of lean in alex on the tropes you were talking about of like sure a lot of like screaming and like he was my husband yeah, yeah. it's it's just a lot of dumb moments that are built for water cooler talk yeah. and and yeah. like uh emmy reels and stuff i've abandoned yeah. my child i have abandoned my boy this this season on yellowstone white <laughs> i think all seasons are yellowstone white <laughs> i haven't seen the program <laughs> <laughs> i really do like the idea of uh, whoever whoever makes yellowstone kevin coster being like well we were really uh, we're all big kizlowski fans <laughs> My my co star Luke Grimes and I <laughs> like to sit around and <laughs> dis- this, is,
0: this is really a love letter to the fans. Uh, that's what we think
1: of when we're making this. <laughs> the, all the color out there. The, the of man of steel,
2: uh, Kevin Costner wouldn't shut up about Kozlowski, well, and Snyder was just like, "What are you talking about?" Well, well you know Shoot the, the scene. Well, you know
1: he made red, blue, and white, but he never got to make the other colors, and so I felt by making Yellowstone, we're sort of completing the work <laughs> that he began. Uh, it's, this is
0: the secret that we reveal. Yellowstone is the American remake of Three Colors, <laughs> blue, blue, white, and red. Uh, Yellowstone is also the series we'll actually talk about after this franchise. So you can you can all look forward to that.
1: Guys, should we start a Yellowstone? Podcast? I, think, I think that would be. We'll call it Mellowstone No, that would sounds like that sounds like drugs. That sounds like drugs. We can't do that one. Ooh, ooh, is fellow, fellow stones.
0: Fellow stone. Okay. Britain,
2: you say you're intimidated by French cinema, I'm less intimidated by that than starting a Yellowstone <laughs> podcast.
0: Oh, I want to do I, this. I'm I have also
1: that. not watched the program.
0: I have watched like two episodes.
1: I mean, you are someone's <laughs> parent, so therefore you are the one and who should be watching it.
0: That's true. It is dead, dead television. Yeah. But... I have felt no compulsion to watch the rest or any more of the series, except for when we just now had yeah. the idea for Fellowstone. <laughs>
1: so. Well, I thought when Mac, I assume there's a Mac, <laughs> came yeah, onto probably. the ranch. <laughs> all right, Isn't all right, the
2: prequel series called 1883?
1: Yes, <laughs> yeah, there yeah. is. That's Does that true. mean they have
2: to change the name of the show every time the year changes? Uh, I don't know.
1: Because it's <laughs> Yellowstone in 1883, so I don't know what the naming convention is. Sam Elliott's on that thing. You no, know, but yeah.
0: like... But like 1883 season two.
2: Like if it lasts like yeah. ten seasons or whatever, is it like
0: I'm um, supposed to realistically buy that it all takes oh, place I in I the see, year eighteen eighty three? I'm not finding a Mac in Yellowstone. I am saying that there is an RV park at Max Inn Campground in okay. Yellowstone. Okay. The actual park. So Well, I know where we're, we we're recording the next podcast, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's where Fellow Stones is, is recorded live on the premises. Uh let's let's look up eighteen eighty three season because this is this is what happens when when we talk about good film <laughs>
1: <laughs> We're, our brains are just like no We're pretty quickly Dr-
0: ripping you away from
1: yeah that. I mean I have had the cameo website open the entire episode just check in <laughs> sure eighteen
0: eighty three is apparently a limited series
1: so oh it okay. does have sammy Elliott yeah Eli he's he's inside. great.
0: Maybe we'll just maybe we'll just talk about 1883. That'll be the fourth three colors uh, installed. I mean otherwise we're never going
1: to understand what happens in Yellowstone. Which That's I was true. surprised to found find out takes place in contemporary times. Mhm. Um uh, you know, they're trying to get Kevin Costner's land, I think, and are you uh you some sort of city slicker who don't mm.
0: understand how people live out yeah, west.
1: Yeah, I, I, whenever I go out...
0: You, know, you yeah. ever had the feeling of, of, of growing up on the land? I didn't.
1: I, always, I show up wearing my, like... for your own produce. W- wearing my, uh...
0: Ra- raisin a
1: cow named Mac.
0: Tyler,
2: <laughs> I'm pretty sure you're directly taking lines of dialogue. You have seen more of this show <laughs> than you're letting on. It's
1: it's, it's all I want. I'm the one... My I'm, I'm the guy who would show up and be, like, with a briefcase and, like, a business suit. By, Mr. Stone, I don't believe you're 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 listening. The, the, Mr. Mr. Stone, <laughs> the bank isn't is going to foreclose on this land. I don't. I don't think their names are. Is there a character named Yellow? Yeah, Stone? Yellow Space Stone. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: the, this is the ultimate answer to the remake. The, the worst possible remake is all the characters are named after the characters. <laughs> my,
2: uh, see, the problem is my my only uh, commentary during all of those episodes would be
0: made me a hero cake <laughs> that's all pretty much nope i feel like that's a show that where hero cake would fit that show is actually where the hero cake scene <laughs> that kevin costner is talking about in uh batman versus superman it Dog explains that's the change in his
2: accent he's he's ah. he's playing his yellowstone
0: character he's yeah. not
2: playing pa kent
0: well it's the same character he's he's evolved uh after death. <laughs> that tornado had to send
2: him somewhere.
0: Yes. No, he he grew up in Yellowstone, the series, and then Yellowstone is a prequel to the dceu That's <laughs> what I'm saying. <laughs> it's where it all predates <laughs> Important context.
1: Yeah, I um gosh, I don't hate it. I'll be honest. We have to pay for Paramount Plus or whatever. It's Peacock. What is it on? <laughs> Peacock. Probably, Probably Peacock. Peacock Plus. Peacock two and they're already on because it's named oh because they're named after one of the colors in the feather okay i get it that we can uh sure the three colors trilogy what is going on and then we'll watch <laughs> the two television series we've broken our format for game of thrones and yellowstone they all have to rhyme game of thrones yellowstone sons of tucson
2: uh, britain Arizona. what what rhymes with boston legal because i want to do boston Legal. barely legal
1: um, That's Is that a
0: show? I don't know.
1: Uh, Boston Legal... American, American Eagle. American Eagle Review
2: Clothes. All right, now we've got a red, right, white, and blue coming in. Oh, there you go. Like,
0: there we go. I would like to start a podcast where we review clothes. <laughs> <laughs> it's all visual or it's all yeah, audio. We're like, uh, <laughs> we're, We don't attach any images. And we give
1: very spare... We're very like, I like the cut. And we never... Oh, this is a beautiful color. Oh, oh, oh I love. It. Oh, the hemline. Oh, I love it. I love it. Now, Alex. No, no. Now, right, Alex models it. Okay, turn, turn. I don't like it anymore. Doesn't work. Doesn't work in this lighting. Mm-hmm. There's a phantom thread sewn into each <laughs> uh, thing. <laughs> I haven't seen that film either. <laughs> um. I don't know how we can come back from this to talking about three
0: colors blue because I probably had more things to say.
1: But me neither. I this is might the have most excited shit. I've been about the television program Yellowstone.
0: That's fair. Um if something had to come out of this podcast. Hey. Sure. When it, can can we do the first three? When does we'll just have a bonus episode. We'll start a Patreon and our bonus episode every week will be talking about whatever came out on Yellowstone. Yellowstone season 4. Has already finished airing. Oh, wow. That's a shame. Yellowstone Season 5. Yellowstone announces a major change for Season 5. <laughs> Did you know... Uh, apparently, the main characters on the show are Rip, Beth, John, and kc K-C? K-A-Y-C-E.
1: Okay. Rip sets a really high standard that the rest of those names yes. just... He, well, Casey,
0: Casey's all right,
1: yeah.
0: Casey with a Y, yeah.
1: That's, Rip that's, really that. writes a check that Beth can't cash. Let me tell you, is Kevin Costner <laughs> Rip? Tell me, Kevin Costner plays Rip.
0: Wait, hold on. What's happening here?
1: Um, while while Tyler
2: uh, continues to look up names for the the show Yellowstone, uh, Britain, would you like to start us with grades?
1: Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go A minus, mostly because it's just so darn good. Um but uh I, I the minus is just it's kind of like oh i want to give myself some room for the other two um as i kind of sure but yeah i think a minus is is solid I, I think it's a in terms of how well made it is and the minus and like yeah it was really good and i'm excited to see what's coming
2: yeah um i think i'm gonna go flat a um i don't think it quite spoke to me on like a, a pure like visceral emotional level sure um and I, I think it's just like a slight taste issue, uh, maybe. Um, but yeah, it's it's definitely really, really, really good, really well made, really well acted. Yeah. Um, I think it's more just yeah, just not not quite a plus material for me. But it's cool. Totally.
0: I'm going a plus. There it is. Uh, and I will be happy to give all three a pluses if if I feel the same way about all of them. I just think it's it's such a dense, rich movie. There's there are several lines we. I, I feel like at a certain point I would just be reciting things I like. Sure. Um but there are a ton of lines that just stuck with me. The the uh the one that I'll uh end on is the uh the man in the recorder that whole sequence mm. is fascinating because there's a man who's sleeping. He has like a, a little recorder or he has his recorder in a little box. Uh and julie runs by and notices him and like pushes the box over which again another little thing of her starting to actually like interact with people again like she can't help herself from doing little kindnesses um and she gives the box to him uh which later he gets out of a really nice car so it's like is he actually sure. very well to do and, and that's a, that's a whole other angle to that um i did not even know what to make of that necessarily but when when she's like hey have a recorder uh he's like, well, you know, everyone's gotta have something or gotta hold on to something. Yeah. Uh I I don't know why I said that with like a southern accent. <laughs> well. as, I as if that's I could knew what he said, uh, actually.
2: Look, Tyler, everything uh, you've said for the past like minute, minute and a half could easily <laughs> apply to an episode
0: of Yellowstone. I thought you were say, it was actually in a southern accent and talking about Yellowstone just <laughs> <laughs> transitioned me. Um But yeah, I that was a line that just sat with me because i mean it's not even a line where i necessarily have any commentary on it or things to think about further it's just like man that's that's a line that's gonna pop up in my brain um and there's a lot of that i, I think it's a really beautiful movie and i really enjoyed it and i hope the other two are similar and i'm excited to see if they're see how they kind of vary on this idea and, and how he brings the, these concepts forward so totally totally um as far as the yellowstone updates, <laughs> <laughs> uh Yellowstone season five has been split into two uh, episodes. Okay, Breaking Bad. Uh, or sorry, not two two episodes. Yeah, two seasons, like Breaking Bad. Uh, so it's gonna be se- part, half one is seven episodes and half two is seven episodes. But also, there's a spinoff of 1883 called 1932. <laughs> That's a
1: thing. Good. Also, also,
0: could. and this is not what you think it is but I got very excited when I read it hoping it was there's a, another show called six 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 uh which is apparently a reference to it a, to a ranch okay the the four sixes uh is like a I, I, okay. I'm reading this off of like I'm actually reading this off of country living.com okay <laughs> never mind I thought this was like <laughs> go talk Like here. slate yeah um <laughs> but uh the uh, this this show is about a ranch and I was really excited thinking they were gonna set the Yellowstone series <laughs> for millennia in the future. <laughs> See what that looks like.
1: <laughs> I'm his great, 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 beyond. great, etc. Grand Rip, and I'm here to Great <laughs> Grand Rip. And we gotta protect our cyber ranch from all from the <laughs> from the evil mercatoids. And they're coming mm-hmm. after us. Hey, can you download me a horse? I gotta ride out there and
2: <laughs> They're literally just stormtroopers with cowboy hats. <laughs> Correct. <laughs>
1: Correct. I, I, I love it. Um I don't have a recommendation this week. So I didn't watch anything like I mean I watched TV, but I'm like a a new movie. Do either of you have something to recommend? I have something to replace my recommendation, but if either of you do, please.
2: The only like new thing I watched and I I don't even know if I consider this a recommendation. I watched Pineapple Express. Um oh, There you go. I was just tr- trying to look for something that was fairly uh, low maintenance, sure. uh, so I just watched a dumb Seth Rogen comedy. Um, I think this is the end is far superior, <laughs> and I would just take that if I need funny Seth Rogen shenanigans. So
0: There you? Uh, last week I said I was reading through the Walking Dead comic, and also uh, that I was kind of I was looking forward to Elden Ring coming out, and I've not finished either of those things at the time of the recording. Uh, mostly because Elden Ring interrupted. I w- I I am really enjoying the Walking Dead comic, and I I'm excited to finish it. But I want to hold off on being like full recommendation until I know exactly sure. how it ends. Uh, and then I'll I'll gush about it some. Elden Ring, I'll I'll go ahead and say is amazing, and I enjoyed it a lot. And it is the uh, coming from a series of games or a lineage of games that I already knew I enjoyed quite a bit, so I'm not too surprised. But I. I'm uh, am, I'm am fully on board with it, and I would recommend it. If uh, it's hard to say, like, oh, if you're thinking about you know diving into it, then you should, but because it is sixty dollars, sure. But, uh, it is uh, definitely worth experiencing. Look up some YouTube, some YouTube of it, <laughs> if if you you yeah. feel like you might like it. I'm I, I'm really
1: glad that you like that. I I know you were you've been hyped for that for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've been I I got. Deep into a Walking Dead TV show, well, because I was watch, I was, I've been doing a slow, slow rewatch, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just about to Negan's entrance," and then I watched the first half, like the season six <laughs> finale, and I was like, "I can't stop at the cliffhanger," right. and so I've-, I've watched like six episodes in a few days. Like it's just, I'm just tearing through it. It's, I is that I'm on sure.
0: season fourteen? Now? I think
1: so. I think what they ended up doing was kind of a similar thing where they're just splitting season twelve or thirteen into two parts. Oh, okay. Because they're, they're in their final season right now, but a right. lot of this was COVID delay and stuff. Because um, right. I think they were already going to have some... I, I have not caught up to where I dropped off of the series, um, but I'm at a less familiar Pete part. And uh, Jeffrey was, Dean Morgan's fantastic.
0: That's what I was thinking, because uh I stopped watching that show, I think, during season seven. Okay. Uh, and it is wild to me to think that there might be as much Walking Dead content no as there was or like as much walking Mm. dead content that i have not watched yeah no i want i watched
1: an episode today that i read somewhere was the technically the exact midpoint of the series just in terms of episode numbers um which is crazy Uh, i mentioned that i've been on cameo i'm just we're gonna play a quick game so i did not know Mm -hmm. this that uh, 24-hour delivery is available for some cameos if you've okay. got to hear from D- Doug Jones and got to get some actors are, or not. just not just actors, but I'm doing actors, but not everybody does it. Some people are too busy. You're, yeah. Will Doug Jones wear the Sa- the Abe Sapien outfit? Do you think he has that? Or maybe the Silver Surfer now outfit. There's mm-hmm. a question. It's a bunch of aluminum foil. <laughs> he just puts up. <laughs> in his mm-hmm. um, and so I'm going to I'm going to give you guys three actors because we want to keep it short and i want you to tell me is 24-hour delivery available are do we think these these people are maybe maybe they're too busy maybe they're just they got other stuff they'd rather do right now this is not a criticism of anybody's career because it's covid times people gotta chill gotta quarantine i'm not criticizing anybody for not being busy but we, I, I want to you guys to tell me: Are is is the person I'm telling you is twenty four hour delivery available or not? Yes, Alex. All I can say is Mark Wahlberg, definite yes. <laughs> Alex says because that's what we're all getting for Christmas this year. Yeah. <laughs> hey, look, hey, Tyler, it's me, Mark Wahlberg.
2: Look, I am being I I'm, I'm doing a, a pretty good job with my savings and investments this year and you know, I've got I've got to, I've got to save it all for something.
1: I was going to get you a Kevin Conroy cameo, but no no longer. Uh the first is Randy Couture. Randy Couture is a big man. He used to be an MMA fighter, UFC champion and actor, I believe. Alex he was
0: I'm going to say 24. Do you think
1: hours. he's got 24 hours available? You think he was in all three Expendables movies twenty four. You think hours. he's got enough time? You are correct. Randy Couture, if you if you need to hear from Randy, don't Bradley. fear not.
2: Okay. Uh, we gotta I, I need him to promise me that Expendables 4 is coming. If, I know they're they're already filming it. I know Megan Fox is in it. I, I, I just I just need to hear it from somebody.
1: Um, if your niece's Kincenera is, is tomorrow and you didn't get her anything, <laughs> Randy's got you. <laughs> <laughs> also, I, I, I saw like a sliver of an image, and I thought maybe it was like a slideshow to see different things. It started auto playing one of his cameos, and I just heard Randy Couture say "Gavin," and <laughs> it clicked out of it. So maybe Gavin uh did somebody dirty, and uh, Randy's like, "No sir, no sir." Um, the next one, Robert Davi. Robert Davi. Uh, also, a kind of a big man. That's going to be a theme for this. Robert Davi, of course, was the villain in Alex, which James Bond movie?
2: License, License to,
1: kill. to Kill. I think there were some sharks in that one. Um, he also s- and a man named Sharky. And a man named Sharky. He was also in The Goonies and Die Hard and Predator Two. Um, Robert Davi. He's a he's a he's a big man with the big plan. What do we think? Twenty four hours or not? No. You, too no. busy. Tyler says he doesn't. Art takes time. No.
2: I'm gonna say You're yes. Gonna say
1: yes. Alex is right. Robert Davi will Damn. be there on time for you. What's I, that? Na-
0: I shouldn't have doubted. Shouldn't have doubted. No, knowledge. I should also
1: point out per- the personal use costs for these cameos is much lower than the business costs.
0: <laughs>
2: okay, I think we need to start sure. a a uh, a Robert Davi <laughs> fan <laughs>
0: podcast. Called Never Doubt the Dottie. Never Doubt. The we could do that. We could do a series. We could do like a. This could be our 1883. We do a limited series. Of all of Robert we just talk
1: movies. about uh, Bob Dove. Now mm-hmm. the Top final, Dove. final one. Don't worry, cameo will come back in future episodes. The final one. James Cosmo, the great character actor. We know him as uh, Giorg Mormont from Game of Thrones. He was also in The Secret. The Dark is Rising and also of course he's father christmas sure. from narnia guys it is jimmy cosmo what do we think i'm going to say no you're say no alex i'm going to say no you guys are both i'm right. assuming you're both right yeah okay all right james cosmo no time no you will get you will hear from james cosmo when it is time you can't mm-hmm. rush christmas you can't rush james cosmo that's what i say I would assume he
2: is more – he's got more acting opportunities than the other <laughs> sure. two actors at this
1: point in time. I mean, you know, he's 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 a – I don't know. He's a professional. And maybe he's – maybe these are uh, – he, he crafts these things. He gets the thing and yeah. he's like, uh-oh, yeah. Trevor is recovering from knee surgery. Well, I can't. I can't just do this off the cuff and then he because that's how trevor got and his knee hurt <laughs> and then yeah, yeah. he's sitting there do you think
0: yeah. he uh made bank during christmas do you think he oh
1: up? i hope out. he did <laughs> god i wish i could scroll through all the oh i can real quick if do we got we got
0: any Santa. i'm looking
1: I got some nice red glasses if, if i Ooh. join his fan club i can unlock even more okay. content Okay. I think other
0: people's cameos. I guess
1: within Cameo you can also That one's that's one for Valentine's Day. It's fascinating
0: uh TikTok competitor right there. Yeah. Just put a bunch of cameos together and just like you scroll through okay. and see what actors have told the people.
1: It's kind of fun.
0: <laughs> okay
2: guys. As from what I can tell from my research, Randy Couture is indeed in Expendables 4. Does this mean if we get him at just the right place and just the right time on Cameo, with that 24-hour turnaround, we might be able
1: to see some other people in the Cameo? <laughs> <laughs> if he's, he, guys, I, I gotta get this to Alex. Uh, sorry, Jet. <laughs> and Jess is like, into the back, like eating some, like, <laughs> some, I don't know, chicken. We're...
2: Look, we're all watching it together. We've made it a big event for ourselves. It's a big pat on the back. We're almost at 300 episodes. It's like, let's give ourselves something. And then we're just watching Randy go to our talk and giving us a message. And it's like, Sly! Sly, I see you in the back. Come back.
1: Okay. Uh,
2: 300. Zack
1: Snyder, not on Cameo. I Yet. had a hot minute where I thought, what if we got Zack Snyder to do... A cameo for oh, our good. for our uh our show, for the 300th episode, that would be a business expense and that that would cost a lot more money. <laughs> sure, yeah.
2: If we if we did that, could we also send him our Batman v Superman episode? Oh, <laughs> well, maybe
1: mm-hmm. not. <laughs> mm-hmm.
2: We can send him. Th- no, we can send him that and the Justice League episode. So the
1: character so the character arc, okay.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. How I came to love Zack Snyder.
1: <laughs> <laughs> How I learned to stop worrying and love the bomb. Very truly. Yeah. Oh dear. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I
2: like Watchmen. Who cares?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well that was our that was our first cameo game. This is a lot of fun. I'm gonna have a lot of fun with this, I think.
2: Or I'll forget. I about almost it think today. we should
0: make this a regularly be recurring uh <laughs> We'll see about segment. <laughs> yeah. There's only so much content to be mined. That's true. You have to let it's like it's it's like farming. You gotta let it breathe. For sure. Gotta let the crops rotate. May, it,
1: this may not be a weekly a weekly deal. Oh boy. We're gonna
2: we're gonna have a a new segment on our Yellowstone spinoff. It's gonna be called Tyler's Barn Corner, where he 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 it's a it's an educational series where he teaches us the ropes on actually starting a farm. Um,
1: hey guys, if you type in Zach Snyder, they just list a bunch of people. Many of them with the last name Snyder. One of the people that comes up is HZH Tube Kids Fun. Okay, uh, I kind of don't need to learn what that is.
2: No, that's I was going to say at, underneath that, there's like a little sub headline. It's like at
0: actual Zack Snyder. It's, that's him. <laughs> Hiding. That's only for the fan. This one's for the exactly. Um, if you're a fan of here come the sequels, you can find us on here the sequels. dot com. You can find us on Twitter at HCT sequels. You can email us at here the sequels at gmail.com. We are on Spotify, uh iTunes, whatever they call it uh we're on all sorts of podcast delivery options so check us out you obviously have found us here somehow uh so continue to find us in those places
1: yeah thank you Get in and touch. thank you for visiting let yeah. us
0: know what you think of yellowstone season
1: four. and thank you for uh, visiting the criterion channels rss feed um which is i assume <laughs> where we are right now <laughs> um what do you
2: think <laughs> say, tell
1: wanna... tell us your thoughts on Yellowstone. We don't we don't need to hear your thoughts on blue. <laughs> no, we covered that. I, 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 I don't. I, I don't need anyone colors. trying to <laughs> explain it to me. <laughs> Actually, if there are three colors memes, I do want to see them. I would I would like to know. <laughs> or NFTs. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a hyperlink to a JPEG of a car crash. <laughs> oh goodness me. Uh an nft of the
0: the mouse with with its baby mice look
2: you everyone you thought you were jumping onto the podcast here a discussion about three colors blue instead you got a wonderful discussion of the here come the sequels investment plan for the next
0: three to (laughs) six years it's all cameos and cameos and nfts
1: NFTs. good stuff totally
0: And Tyler, I think.
1: <laughs> uh, I've been Alex. I've been Britain, and you are having a good night.